boy so welcome to the sixth episode of true north which is podcast um we are actually filming this on our basically one month anniversary um no we are not going to count down the months until one year but uh, i was mentioning to uh steph was it a couple of days ago i noticed that uh, we are coming up to uh, our one month and because of everything going on, um, we just happened to be recording on the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, usually record on, you know, set the old, the new episode out on Monday and record the next week's episode on Monday. But I'm still <clears throat> an essential worker. Whereas I'm not. So I had to actually go to work at, you know, not a decent time to record. So we're doing it on the Wednesday. Today, Wednesday. Yeah, uh, today. Yes, it is. <laughs> cool. Cool. Um, and uh, you will be talking about um, witchy terms that actually have different meanings. So, oh, yes. And I will be talking about Rosemary uh, when she's yes. <laughs> So I'm starting mine off with the. Uh, from Macbeth, you know, double bubble, toil and trouble, fire burning, cauldron bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the idea that witches changed the names of common things wasn't really thought of or brought up in like mainstream until Macbeth, which is, is it, which is funny to say because Macbeth is not exactly mainstream, nor is it new. Okay. It is an old thing. <laughs> but we call it, I mean, we call it New Age, and most of our practices are older than yes. Christianity. So when I say brought into mainstream, <laughs> um, it was made famous by, uh, like because of Macbeth. And witches were, like, witches, practicing witches back then were enraged by the play Macbeth. They were enraged because they had trusted this bard, a.k.a. William Shakespeare, with um, their terms. And the reason that they changed the names was so that common people, common folk, weren't dabbling into things that they did not understand. Because um, not that witchcraft is a closed practice. You can be pretty much any religion and practice witchcraft. Um but the witches were were, were PO'd. Um, so the what is mentioned in Macbeth is considered to be the original witch's brew. Um, nowadays, if you talk about witch's brew, it's generally whatever I find that the witches decided to call witch's brew. So your witch's brew could be the concoction you've made for your altar um, for a spell. It can be the tea you've made that day. It the, there really isn't a specific meaning for witches brew nowadays. I, I call it my coffee. <laughs> for me, tea or iced coffees and iced caps. So witches, true. being as enraged as they were, are said to have cursed the play, and uh, not just the play, but William Shakespeare himself for for outing them, Ooh. so to speak. The mo- like the most famous terms that you would have heard are from Macbeth. So eye of newt, toe of frog, wool of bat, tongue of dog, and adder's fork. So eye of newt is actually just mustard seed. Toe of frog is buttercup. Wool of bat are is holly leaves. Tongue of a yeah, right? I'm forgetting that. A tongue of a dog is just hound's <laughs> tongue, and adder's fork is adder's tongue. So these are all just herbs that people would have used in their spells and rituals, um, but they changed the names of. And concoctions. And concoctions. Um, that they changed the names of. And I've got a few others that sound pretty cool, but are really just common things as well. So brain wart is actually daisy. Be- yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> it's daisy. Bee balm is lemon balm. Uh, bird's foot. Okay. It's fenugreek. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, really? That's a. That, do you want? I don't see it. Do you want to guess? Oh, maybe eyes. Potatoes. No, <laughs> my favorite. Um. So, blood what? of Hestia is chamomile. Hmm. Mm-hmm. My really? favorite one's at the end. You're just gonna have to wait for that. Calf, calf snout Ooh. is snapdragons. Um, eagle is wild garlic. Elf leaf oh. is lavender. Fairy fingers, fox grove. <laughs> Coronas blood is cedar sap. White white wood is cinnamon. Okay. <laughs> and semen of Hermes. You heard that right. <laughs> Semen of Hermes is dill. <laughs> right? Does that make okay. sense? Okay. No, no, no. I see that because when giver of cool. life is That's corn. Corn, right? Oh, I can see that. I can see that one. <laughs> so a lot of this, these things um, we expect to be like legit. I mean, it'd be pretty cool if we got to put eye of a newt or tongue of a bat into a brew, but it is just something common we witches did to hide it from uh, the muggles, so to speak. The muggles, <laughs> the muggles so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I mean, a lot of these I have in my own personal um, apothecary, and I've been very tempted to go and rename all of my bottles just so I can scare the crap out of Mike. I have, I have, but in I, I'm not so mean, so I've put in brackets what it actually is, <laughs> mainly for my own, because I'll be like, what the fuck was I trying to put this as, and then have to refer to my grimoire, because I am not a smart, I don't, okay, I have a very bad memory, and if that surprises anybody um then you you clearly haven't been listening to yeah i'm pretty forgetful too <laughs> i mean that's the add though for me anyway specifically but we're speaking again we're doing that thing we're speaking of a very similar things um you're speaking about the like terminology for things but i'm specifically talking about an herb and today we are talking about rosemary and we have a couple did you knows. Did you know Ooh. that rosemary was once grown in kitchen gardens and was said to represent the dominance of the lady of the house? Ooh. I know. Uh, it was also said uh, to uh, be associated with remembrance. Specifically, Greek scholars often were, wore, sorry, I can't even read my own writing. Maybe I should put my glasses on, that would help. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Greek scholars often wore a garland around their head to help during examinations. So in spell work, it can be used as a substitute for other herbs. Yes, and we've talked it is about like this a, a lot, and we will talk about this even more, because if you are a beginning witch and you can only get a hold of certain things, especially in now, um, rosemary specifically as an herb can be replaced as any herb. And I know there are other witches who will argue with me, but specifically any herb. It can be replaced for uh, in uh, frankincense, myrrh, uh, any of those things, um, if it was like a spice or a flower or anything like that, we'll get into that eventually. I do want to talk about those because I will state it again. I will state it many a times. You do not have to spend a dime to be a witch. Nope. <laughs> don't, don't go crazy like we did. Well, I guess most people do, but um, if you don't have a lot of income or uh, during during this time is when you've decided you want to um, be a witch, um, you don't have to start standing in line at the grocery stores or Walmart and being like, I'm going to stand here and I'm going to get all the things I absolutely need. What you need to do is just go to your kitchen cupboard or your parents' kitchen cupboard um, and take a look at what they have. Because you can use absolutely everything in there. Rosemary is a substitute uh, herb for anything. Um, And I don't care (laughs) who decides to try and dispute that. Um, But as long as your intention is there, 
uh, rosemary can be substituted for <laughs> everything. Same with like cinnamon is you can't substitute it, but you can add cinnamon to absolutely any spell or ritual, and it will boost it. That is true, and I really like that because even if you can't get into a grocery store, um, if you go to Walmart or any like place, if you like to grow herbs. Or even if you're really bad at growing herbs, but really like to grow herbs, rosemary is one of those that, um, so even, even if you're bad at growing things, um, like some people I know tend to not be the best <laughs> green thumbs, <laughs> rosemary is a very difficult plant to kill. Yeah. So the specific did you know came from learnreligions.com uh so the uses are and i will get more into like the like magical uses and the magical properties but this is just kind of a synopsis as i'm going to use big words Ooh. um so for the uses it's protection and purification exorcism and black arts defense i feel like i'm in hogwarts Ooh. Uh, love spells, good memory and mental clarity, negative, or sorry, longevity to ease the departed. And I do have a little blurb on that later to explain kind of what that means. Ensure a happy marriage, summon the elves and the fairies, dream spells, and empower your magical self to increase your magical powers. And those uses come from magical recipes online.com and i found that most of these resources that i'm listing to you the websites and i will probably list them in the um the show notes um they are a great source of reference and i've used them for years so don't use one research do your research um do not take anything uh that you think uh, might be harmful to you. And that does segue into our next section of this lovely herb called rosemary. And that is the precaution. And I would like to say that neither Steph or I are doctors. God, so no. if we are, <laughs> so if we are talking about a, an herb or our tincture or anything like that, please do your research. Know if you're allergic ask doctor's advice for we are just amateur witch bitches and we would just like to put our what we our knowledge we know out um because i have rosemary is one of my favorite herbs to use um because it is so available you can get rosemary at like walmart for like two bucks for a large bag and that'll usually last me about a week <laughs> <laughs> oh man because i use it in everything um every herb usually that i put in something every herb mixture has rosemary in it because my mind goes oh what about rosemary and i go mm. good idea because <laughs> i go with my instinct yeah because it's, it's usually my it is. And it is always usually my goddesses or my guides telling me that something is a good idea. So I do the good idea. Yeah. Um, so precautions would be do not take the undiluted oil internally. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. If you have the herb, be cautious. But specifically, any essential oils, I would like to premise this, and I'll probably premise this on every herb episode, on every essential oil episode we use, do not take them undiluted. They are not good for you. But the undiluted oil can cause vomiting, uterine bleeding, kidney irritation, increased sun sensitivity, skin redness, and allergic reaction. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. And do not take if pregnant or breastfeeding. I was going to say, like, isn't that something you shouldn't be eating, like, taking when pregnant? But you got yes. there. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and that is from PlentifulEarth.com. Oh, I love that website. 
Yes, I love it. And I've used it multiple times. You'll hear it in probably the previous podcast. And you'll probably hear this website in other podcasts. I really like using uh, Plentiful Earth, Magical Recipes, and uh, Raven and Crone dot, uh, Crone.com. But I will take from other websites as well. And uh, I would also like to say it is generally safe to use externally as an incense and in cooking. Yeah. But again, if you are allergic to it or anything like that, know, know what it is. Um, and I got that from um, thegroveandgrotto.com, which is another website I really, really like. So we're going to go with correspondences. And I don't know. I had a difficult time kind of like putting these into topic categories. Because some were really weird topic categories, and then they were like, well, that sounds more like a correspondence, or that sounds more like a magical use. But they're basically the same thing, just with more explanation. So, the correspondences, uh, the Latin name of rosemary is Rosemarinus officinalis. Its folk names are some of the folk names, because I've left some of them out are Dew of the Sea, Sea Dew, uh, Rose Maris, Rosemary, and Aguardro. <laughs> um, its gender is masculine, though in some um, instances you'll also see it as feminine. That It is very dualic, you'll see, uh, in the way that it is shown. Uh, its element that it rules is fire and air. The planet uh, is sun. And you'll love this, Steph. It is a Leo sign. Ooh. I know. Uh, its deities are uh, Hebe or Hebe, Aphrodite, and the Virgin Mary. And I noticed that it is used in a lot of a lot of different uh, religions across the globe. I was going to say, isn't it? Um, so, you know, churches and, you know, they're holy water. Yes. Okay. So, um, by the way, I love the smell of tr- like holy water from churches or just holy water in general. Maybe it's because I was brought up Catholic. Um, but since I prescribe to the whole, I believe in God, he's just n- not the only one. I still kind of pull from that as well. Um, but I, isn't it made, isn't the holy water made with rosemary? Isn't rosemary one of the ingredients? I'm not sure if the recipe is like widely known. I'm not, I, I haven't actually researched that part. Um, it's just a thought I had, but I think rosemary is used in the making of like church holy water. But another correspondent is the chakras. And this is funny because we're literally just talking about this. Uh, The chakras is the third eye, the heart, and the solar plexus. Ooh. I know. And again, that was from PlentifulEarth.com. So again, one that we really, really like. Um, It grows in full sun and has a bright, assertive smell. And yes, it does. I love the smell of rosemary. I could mm-hmm. sit there and sniff my rosemary bush all day <laughs> if I was allowed, to be honest, and just kind of sit there and like meditate with it. It lovely. Um, it is less noxious than some of the pure fire herbs um, that we, that uh, many of us are used to. It uh, traditionally learns more towards cleansing, healing, and clarity which is the uh, air element in it, uh, rather than the courage, protection, and aggression, as with most fire herbs. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's the duality of the fire and the, uh, the air, rather than just the one. And I got that from the groveandgrotto.com. Rosemary is also co- uh, known as uh, compass weed or polar plant. Oh. Yes, this is all from learnreligions.com, and this is, I categorized under magical properties, but again, I had difficulty, like, putting these into actual categories, because some were like, oh, it could be this category, or it could be this category. 
Yeah. Um, so uh, it says also that Roman priests used it as an incense in religious ceremonies. So that's I think part of. I believe you are right. Because um, like, do you remember was, in, in class, like in church, when they would wave the <laughs> thing around? Yeah, the censer. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. This also says that many other cultures considered it an herb uh, used as protection from ears, evil spirits, and witches. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit of a oxymoron, don't you think? I think. I, I thought you would enjoy that one. I'm like, I have to put that one in. Steph is going to get a giggle. One of the witches most highly used and coveted herbs. <laughs> Is what, you know, they used to keep witches away. Perfect. Yep. Uh, <laughs> in England, it was burned in homes of those who had died from illness and uh, placed on coffins before the grave was filled with dirt. And this goes back to my, like, the, the dead one when I sp- specified it in uh, the correspondences. Yep. And it is also associated with the goddess Aphrodite, which is why I say it says it's masculine, but it is very, it it does have a duality about it. It was used in Greek artwork, uh, depicted (laughs) with Aphrodite, sometimes including images of this plant with Aphrodite, like her holding it. One that, uh, again, I've labeled magical properties. from uh, MagicalRecipesOnline.com, which is, I've used it, You'll, you, I think I used it in the honey one, but it yeah. is a very good resource as well. It says, Rosemary has the amazing, amazing quality to cleanse and uh, rejuvenate the mind and aura, which Ooh. we all probably need right about now. Yeah. It is used in home cleansing and purification rituals. It can be used along with myrrh and frankincense in ritual or ceremony, or it can u- be used instead of. I've noticed a lot of it saying it can be used instead of things like frankincense and myrrh, which can be a difficult to get a hold of. And I know some witches uh, who are in you know, the U.S. and Canada, uh, they do take a while to be shipped to us. So, I mean, if you can find a plant at Walmart for cheap or rosemary just in the spice aisle at Walmart or the dollar store, um, that is a great use for it. Uh, It has been used to provide mental clarity, focus, and good memory. And that's a big thing with rosemary. I think I expressed that in last week's episode, or I've expressed it at least in one episode, that rosemary is good, uh, sniffed, is good for memory. Or at least, I I think they've scientifically proven that, but you would have to, again, you would have to look that up and double check. Uh, It is... Its protective and purifying qualities can help a victim of malevolent magic to gain uh, clarity and focus upon their purification ritual. Mm. That sounds very specific. Yeah. Um, But again, used in malevolent attacks. So again, you can use that with other types of ingredients, such as the honey from last episode. Ooh. I'm integrating it all in. <laughs> um, it can be used in order to protect newly married couples and to ensure that their marriage will be happy and long-lasting. Uh, it has been used in sachets or sachets, depending on how you were on to pronounce it. No judgment if you pronounce it any way you want. Uh, in order to uh, promote youth and longevity. And it was burnt and plant in, planted in graveyards in order to ease the departed. So it was to help them kind of move on. Uh, always something that's uh, sh- I've seen shown up in in many types of lore, whether it's it's Christian or um, witchcraft or anything like that. Not necessarily, not necessarily 
We've established this very often. Um, many things are used to um, send the dead, whether in any culture, off into the afterlife so that it is an easier transition um, for not only themselves, but their loved ones as well. And I put these next quotes under magical uses, but they could be under correspondences and they could be under magical properties. Um, like I said, a lot of these were like question marks because they were like up in the air. I'm like, I really don't want to like categorize them, but my brain is better if they're categorized. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's how I do things. So um, the uses, and this is from Plenty for Full Earth. Uh, dot com and uh, they are uh, it says it's an all-purpose herb uh, which uh, can be a, uh, substituted for any herb but specifically frankincense that can not be like obtained easily yeah um, it can attract elves dispel thieves <coughs> and it's good as exorcism good for faithfulness home blessings uh Jealousy removal, memory, purification, and to stop gossip. Um, so this is also magical uses, or at least what I've titled magical uses, uh, from groveandgrotto.com. Like I said, these are, um, I would definitely check out these websites because I, I mean, I've been like not taking word from word, but they are, they're very good, uh, information. Uh, but I wouldn't take just from one website. <laughs> I no, can't do stress research. that enough. Definitely do your research. Take from medical journals if you can, if it's specifically about like herbs and allergies and things like that. Um, take from medical journals if you can. Um, take from witchcraft if you're using it in magical spells. Take from anybody you can possibly get your hands on. I am like, I do not believe one source. Because they will always synopsis it from a different source. And then you look at a different source and they've taken different information from the same source. Or they've taken different information from other sources. So always do your research. Mm -hmm. This is from groveandgrotto.com. Uh, and this is, again, I labeled this magical uh, uses. But again, it doesn't have to be specifically magical uses. Uh, you can put it in whatever category you want. And I'll probably categorize these as I'm going into my actual book, but I just, I just couldn't. <laughs> so I just, this is what happens. Um, yeah. So uh, it is said that rosemary is one of the most important old world magical herbs. It has been used for cleansing and purifying incenses since ancient times. It is associated with Aphrodite or Venus, as she's well-known in Roman cultures. Uh, so it was worn by medieval brides and carried by wedding guests as a token of love and virtue. So that brings in the correspondent that I uh, had already said about the, the like, <coughs> protecting marriages and things like that. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, it's generally now counted as a masculine or solar herb, but the feminine association was stronger once upon a time, which is why you can see the duality in the herb. Uh, an old saying has it, where rosemary grows, the woman rules. I like, I like that. that. I know, I was going to say, I really like that one. That speaks um, to me at a different level. It does. It does, doesn't it? And that goes back to the correspondence where it says, um, what was it? Oh, it was a, did you know? Uh, it was once grown in a kitchen garden and was said to represent the dominance of the lady of the house. It was said that rosemary would only flourish in a garden where the lady of the house wore the pants. <coughs> Uh, rosemary and extract was used medically to cure all manner of ailments and cultivated for its spiritual powers of protection and cleansing. And I would like to stress that I am not a medical professional, so please do your research before taking rosemary extract for anything medically. Yes, we are not doctors. Or contact 
your or GMP, general medical professional, your family doctor. There you go. In hedge witchery, it uh, is used as a garden-friendly substitute for precious exotic herbs, such as like frankincense, myrrh, but really can be used as any herb. And by the way, is going, I probably will be trying herbs, but I do know that rosemary is hardy and probably will be buying a plant for Steph in the near future and hope she doesn't kill it. <laughs> <laughs> you're oh. so optimistic my no basil's I'm not dagger. optimistic I know you'll kill it but I can hope for the best and if yours doesn't work out I know that there will be fresh sprigs of rosemary here for your witchy consumption I know you better than that my succulents are doing great so is my bamboo <laughs> so uh, rosemary produces copious volatile oils so do be careful uh, the essential oil is inexpensive and synthetics are rarer than the real thing to find because it is so expen inexpensive to to make so i have here spells and spell work from this herb so for uh from learn religions i have it can be burned to rid home of negative energy uh you can hang bundles from your front door to keep harmful people from entering that's also what your besom is for, but I, I think we should do a whole thing on besoms and yeah, because then I could talk about some really angry stuff I came across when it comes to besoms. Uh, stuff you can stuff in a healing poppet to take advantage of its medical properties. You can make an herb wreath. Uh, the oil is great for cleansing your tools, like your athame, your wand, or anything like that. Uh, you can make it into an herb bundle. Again, this says it is used in aromatherapy used in aromatherapy to assist with memory. Uh, you can smoke cleanse uh, with it and use it as pur for purification. And it is useful in hand fasting, which is the witchcraft version of a wedding. Similarly, www dot grove and grotto dot com in spells and formula uh, in old world witchcraft it is burned to purify a room or ritual space before magical working you can burn together with juniper to drive the staleness from a home after a long and lingering illness and I would like to preface this by saying Again, be careful with Juniper. Uh, do your research. Uh, you can get it at Walmart, but if you are allergic or it like doesn't agree with something that uh, you're medicated on or anything like that or affects your allergies, don't use it. Uh, it, it uh, rosemary is used for all spells to accelerate learning or uh, in school or work. So again, a big mem memory thing. Um, I think I read somewhere, and again, don't quote me on it, uh, that it can sometimes uh, improve your memory. Not one sniff, but if you utilize it often <laughs> uh, by like 75% or something like that. Um, so it's this, <laughs> what I've written down here, it says, sniff a sprig while studying to improve your performance on an exam. And that kind of brings it back to those Greek, uh, you know, the Greek uh, philosophers and things like that who would, like, make wreaths out of them uh, for an exam. It's a little more subtle. Um, this also says that a married woman may keep a sachet or sachet, depending on how you want to pronounce that, uh, near the entrance of her home or under her bed to ensure a faithful and obedient partner. <laughs> um, so it is also used, and I've said this before, to cleanse and consecrate athames, wands, and crystals. Uh, you can do that with the oil. Uh, you, sprigs are pliable when fresh, and you can weave them into garlands and wreaths. 
for home bless it can be used for home blessings and hand fastings, which you've heard me speak about numerous times. A ritual bath or a tub tea. I love that. I'm just gonna call them all the time now. Is said to remove worries and invigorate the spirit. You can also drink the tea for this purpose, but it tastes quite bitter. And don't, I don't like don't bitter. Drink the tea you took, you, don't drink the, the concoction you made in the bath. No, please don't. <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> uh, a bush in the garden is supposed to attract elves and repel thieves. So we're going to go into magical tips now, because the last thing I have is more of a I got it all from one website type of thing because I just didn't like section it out like I did these things so this is once again from magicalrecipesonline.com and it is considered I considered these magical tips instead of magical properties or magical uses magical tips are burn a few leaves on a charcoal before every spell uh, uh, smell the smoke of the incense for a few seconds. You can relax and receive the pur- purifying powers. This will also help you with a nightmare-free s- sleep. Uh, the vibrations will help you uh, having pleasant dreams. And I would like to preface here that you don't have to have a, a charcoal disc. If you have uh, like just a, a small piece of paper or you smoke uh, things other than cigarettes or roll your own cigarettes, you can use rolling paper and roll it in the rolling paper and it will burn just as nicely and you won't have to wait for the charcoal to heat up. Just a little tip that I learned as a witch and um, and now passing on to other people. But you do want to stick it in salt or in your cauldron or something burnable. Just, just don't burn the house down, please. Don't smoke it, please. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Please don't smoke it. To summon elves, burn equal parts with hollyhock uh, outdoors. Remember to take fire safety always uh, under consideration. <clears throat> so those were my magical tips. Um, so the rest of this information is from uh, witchypedia.com. And I really like some of their information. So I would say, uh, just as a normal witch, to go check them out because they are nice. So they have, um, they have that other uh, names for this plant are polar plant, compass weed, compass plant, rosemaryness, uh, chronorium, and incensier. I hope I pronounced all those right. So the history and folklore from uh, the the website is the word rosemaryness is from the Latin word meaning dew of the sea. So we already had that word uh, many times over in this this lovely episode. So in Christian folklore, it is said that rosemary will go grow for thirty three years until it reaches the height. Christ was when he died uh, and then it will grow no more. That is huh. more. Apparently Rosemary's flowers picked up their blue color and acquired their fragment. Thank you. Uh, when Mary spread her blue cloak over a rosemary bush to dry while they were on their way fleeing to e- Egypt. So uh, Rosemary is uh, also associated, and I've said this before, with Aphrodite and appear- appears in many ancient images of her. It is used to ward off evil spirits and nightmares. Uh, the wood was used to make musical instruments. Rosemary branches were often <coughs> woven into wreaths and worn by brides at weddings. To decorate rosemary branches, they were presented as wedding gifts. Uh, in Wales, it was distributed to funeral guests to throw into the hole as the coffin coffin was lowered. Ah, uh, that's what I want. Uh, rosemary was given as a gift on New Year's Day, along with an orange stuck with cloves, uh, which is a Yule tradition, by the way, which we will talk about later. Uh, and it was used with holly and mistletoe to decorate for Yule. Uh, an old saying says where rosemary 
flourishes, the woman rules. And in England, it was believed that rosemary could not grow in the garden of the home unless the mistress was the master. Oh. In France, rosemary was burnt along with Jupiter, berries in sick, in sick rooms, yeah, uh, and hospitals to purify the air. Uh, during the Middle Ages, it was hung around the neck to perfect, protect from the plague. Uh, so a lot of like medical references in this. Uh, carrying a twig would prevent from the evil eye. Ooh, <coughs> I like that one. Mm -hmm. uh, rosemary is believed to attract fairy and good energies in twigs hung over cradles to prevent fairies from stealing the infants uh, a man who is indifferent to the fragrance of rosemary is unable to give true love to a woman and those who smell rosemary frequently will retain their youth Ooh, I'm going to start sniffing that now. <laughs> right. Uh, it was an embalming herb used and sacred in Egypt. It was also sacred, uh, sacred herb to the Greeks, which we have also learned as it is sacred to Aphrodite and in uh, memory work in Greek uh, philosophers and things like that. So this one's law... Uh, put under propagation this is uh mainly how to care for rosemary and i mean probably people have clicked off by now but if you are a green witch and or a starting green witch and want to learn how to grow your own rosemary uh here is a little bit about it and uh, i've learned a bit throughout the years as well because we've had three rosemary plants not in this house but i mean my mom has had two and i have had one and they are hardy but they do get bugs uh, i would have to premise that uh the odd time and you just need to know how to care for them and then they just throw kind of out of control yeah so rosemary may be propagated by taking uh cuttings in early summer uh from a non-flowering branch which means, that obviously, clearly, that it doesn't have any of those lovely rosemary flowers on it. Uh, it can be cultivated from seed. It is really one of those ones that uh, you can take the seedlings from and just kind of pop them into the ground and then they'll sprout like crazy. You can uh, choose a sheltered spot with full sun and well-drained soil. Uh, they're really easy to plant in buckets as well. Rosemary tolerates chipping well and can be easily pruned into a pleasing shape, which also means that if you are a witch and cut it often, it, 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 it can take that. So don't worry about cutting it. If you think, oh, shoot, I don't want to cut it because it may damage the plant, it won't. Uh, it, it really likes that and will grow more because of it. Um, if there's ever a danger of freezing, the plant should be brought indoors until the danger is passed. But also make sure it's it has plenty of sun while indoors. And take care not to overwater. They're much like a cactus. They don't need to be watered very often. Maybe once a week, once every two weeks, and that's it. Mm. Like I said, this is one that I would give to you, Steph, because literally you could almost forget about it and it would tell you that it was dying. The leaves start to like curl up on themselves and not look so great. Yeah. Have a clear indicator that, oh, it needs to be watered. But until then, you don't really have to water it. Uh, sometimes rosemary will appear to die after it has been brought indoors, but will perk up when it is taken out again the leaves can be plucked or the branches cut at any time uh rosemary does like regular pruning so it is one of those herbs like if you buy it and have it use it mm. oh uh, it won't it won't like to be like it's too early for it to be cut it does like that. So you can use it in culinary, you can use it in spells. If you think it's too getting too unruly, cut it and dry it type of thing. Yeah. Uh, rosemary is a good companion plant for cabbage, beans, sage, and carrots. It helps to keep away from moths, bean beetles, and carrot flies, which I didn't know. 
And I'm glad I am cultivating rosemary this year because I am growing most of those. So this one is for harvesting and storage. Use, you can use them fresh or hang in bunches still on the branch. And any dried rosemary uh, should be added early in the cooking so flavors infuse into the dish. So instead of a lot of uh, culinary is, you know, if you're utilizing dried herbs, put them in last so they don't lose flavor. Uh, rosemary is one of those that you would put in a uh, what is considered a uh, I think it's an herb sachet as well. Um, so that will you put that in that. So you put that with like the um, black peppercorn when you're making stock. Rosemary also makes good oils and vinegars. It is a male in nature and ruled by Leo, but again, it has that duality. Uh, the element is fire and it's sun, like I've said before. It can be used in spells for fidelity and remembrance, as well as uh, to display jealousy and like stop gossip and things like that. It is used uh, for ritual baths and for making sacred herbal water for ritual cleansing, blessing, and purification. Bathing in rosemary will enhance your memory and will make you more memorable to those you meet throughout the day. Ooh. So perhaps if you're going for a job interview, maybe this is something you should do. Oh. In spells, it is used to enhance memory, including those spells for success in school. Also used for spells to retain youth and burn as incense when you are meditating or doing dream work to remember your past lives. Ooh, Ooh that's a new one. Uh, place it under your pillow to help you remember your dreams and to keep away nightmares and other unwanted nighttime visitors. Uh, it may be used in hand fasting ceremonies in a variety of ways. It can be carried or worn by the bride or groom to symbolize love and loyalty and may be also used as a gift uh, for the same purpose. If a bride and groom plant the rosemary bush together on their wedding day, uh, watch as it grows to divine the family's fortune. If you haven't chosen a mate yet and have several to think about, name a pot for each one and plant rosemary in each pot. The one that grows the fastest and the strongest is your best choice. If you haven't done, uh, if you don't have any options, make a poppet of yourself and stuff it with rosemary to attract a lover to you. You can also do this to attract healing energy. Burn rosemary and juniper together to aid with healing and to fumigate a home where there has been a long illness to drive out negativity associated with disease. It can also be burned with sage to fumigate a ritual area or to drive out negativity away from any space, object, or person. <laughs> you can wear rosemary oil, again, diluted. Please dilute this shit before you put it on your body. Always use a carrier oil. Always double check. Um, you can wear rosemary oil on these those occasions that you want to make a lasting impression. Maybe like a, you know, first date or an uh, interview with a new company. Uh, household <laughs> use. <laughs> Rosemary branches are wonderfully easy to work with into wreaths when fresh and hold their fragrance and color well dry. Which also can be used many times in protection. Your intention has to be there, though. Sprigs of rosemary can be placed in your dresser drawers to protect clothes from moths. Healing attributes. An infusion of rosemary uh, makes an excellent hair rinse, gradually covering gray hairs and adding strength and shine to any color hair. It also helps reduce dandruff and stimulates hair growth. Rosemary oil rubbed into the ends of hair will also help reduce split ends. And I would also like to reiterate this. Check your facts. I am not a doctor. Rosemary oil massaged into the scalp is believed to prevent bald baldness and stimulate hair growth. 
massaging the body with rosemary oil will increase circulation, relieve aches and pains, and warm the limbs. Please do not do any of this undiluted because it can be any essential oil undiluted uh, can be very hazardous uh, and irritating to the skin. In culinary uses, uh, it's excellent with chicken, lamb, and vegetables. It is especially good with potatoes. Uh, dried mar rosemary should be added early in the cooking. And any additional notes? Uh, scientific as evidence suggests that rosemary does in fact stimulate the memory uh, centers of the brain. So use a sprig of rosemary as a book make marker and wear rosemary oil when studying on a test day to help you remember that what you need to know. Give a dear friend a rosemary bush or a rosemary wreath as a parting gift as a symbolic promise that you will never forget him or her. As a symbol of fidelity, a rosemary bush or crafts made of rosemary are uh, suitable wedding gifts. And uh, keep rosemary oil on hand to dab behind your ears on those days where you wish to make last a lasting impression, such as an opening night, a job interview, or a hot date. Wear rosemary oil whenever you want it to be unforgettable. I would also like to state with this rosemary again, I know I've stated it quite a few times in this episode. I am not a doctor. Please do your research. Please make sure that you check with your uh, general practitioner. Um, also, uh, um, any rosemary essential oil. I cannot stress this enough. I do stress that you do put any essential rosemary oil in a carrier oil before you use it. Uh, and know your allergens. When you are using any type of herb, any type of oil, or anything like that. Um, but that is the end of my lovely spiel. Um, but uh, you can find us on our social medias. You can find us at truenorthwitches at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on our Instagram page at truenorthwitches, which um, we had our first... Uh fan message us on there so you know who you are i didn't ask if you want to be mentioned on here so i'm not going to say your name or what you message but know that we love you and thank you for the love uh you yes. can also find us on facebook at true north witches uh twitter at true oh, north yes. witches. uh you can also now find us on youtube i have our now our trailer up there and I plan to uh, put a collage of our pictures from Beltane up there, a uh, honey jar up there, uh, just so that uh, you have that uh, information. But we do have now a YouTube channel up and ready for you. And that's again at uh, True North Witches. Just type us into YouTube. Look for a pointy hat, you know. <laughs> the regular pointy hat. Uh, yep, definitely. <laughs> So that's all we have for you today, and we'll see you in the next episode.